Welcome to Meanderings, the podcast where you join me for a walk in the forest, where we'll talk about life and how to live from a place that really lights you up. We'll be joined by friends of mine who found their way to that place for themselves. Thanks for joining us. I'm Trudy Chapman. Joining me for today's Meander is Lara Wellman of the Biz Studio. And we're here to talk about the things that light her up and bring her joy. So welcome, Lara. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for agreeing. So we're going to talk about things that bring you joy. So why don't we just start there? What what kinds of things light you up? Well, uh, there, you know, that's something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about. So mm-hmm. um, I could talk about it for a long time. But for me, I love um, making, making things. Mm-hmm. Um when I discovered the word maker, I was like, that, that's the thing. I'm not an artist. I'm not a craft. I'm, like, I'm a maker. Okay. What, so what does make, why is maker different from any other label that uh, you might have come across? What's, what's, what's in it for you? What's packed in? It's, it's big. It can mean that I'm making a craft, that I'm making bread, that I'm making, um, a program in my business that I'm making big ideas like it does it can be anything to me um and so that was that made it not like this oh I have become this one specific thing and I'm going to hone this little craft it's like no I just like to make stuff right right yeah I can see I can see you kind of light up when we think about the idea of just just making things yeah. yeah, it could be making adventures. It doesn't matter. It's like, what have I created and made real? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And words are big for you too, right? You, you come out of a marketing background, if I remember. I do, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so words are kind of like lifeblood. <laughs> yeah, but they mean real things. They do. <laughs> they do. I mean, we, we speak them all the time, but, but it's... Uh, yeah, the, these these labels that we affix, and they come with they come with built-in things, right? Yeah, finding words that you connect with and that feel real, because I like to do a lot of things that are artistic, mm-hmm. but I really didn't. And you know, sometimes we don't want words because it's like I don't think I'm that person. You know, it's like more of an imposter syndrome thing. But mm-hmm. I don't know that that's what it was with artists. I was like, no, that's not it. Mm. Um, but this one was good. I just felt like, yeah, that's all my life. I've been making stuff. And so that's the word. But that's, that's what it is. What, what lights me up is getting to go create things, getting to make things, getting to let my brain come up with ideas and then, like, go with it. So what are you making these days? I learned a new craft actually um in the last few months and it's rug hooking oh you're a hooker <laughs> a hooker <laughs> but a hooker of rugs cool that's right yeah, yeah. Are you rug hooker. Again? uh-huh <laughs> you betcha so what so yeah. tell me about that what what are you what do you what do you call it i guess do you call it hooking or do you call it rug hooking like what's the right word well i call it rug hooking when i'm talking to new people because okay. Um, otherwise it sounds like I'm like oh yeah what are you doing lately lots of hooking Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Um, what are you working on well so I I met another local uh, rug hooker Mm -hmm. who likes to 
break the rules of traditional rug hooking. Mm -hmm. So that spoke to my heart Uh, because I am not a rule follower. I am not a pattern follower. And she basically said, oh, yeah, like once you know the basics, you're going to be able to do whatever you want. Right. Which I was like, let's do that. And so I took a couple uh, courses with her to learn the basics. And now I am taking photographs of things that are meaningful to me and turning them into um, basically they look like she calls it painting with yarn and that's kind of what it looks like so I was able to go on a trip right before the pandemic hit like uh-huh. in the week before everything shut down I happened to have been in Greece and I did um, a piece that is of a monastery that I visited on Crete mm. and right now I'm working on one that is of my cottage wow so I just get to play with it and try to make things that have meaning to me mm-hmm. and then I and I enjoy it that sounds great yeah it's a bit meditative right it's very much like the same motion over and over again like people like coloring and mm-hmm. knitting right it's yeah. just something that, that is nice to just sort of sit and calmly do mm. nice yeah because your house is a little busy you've got three uh, preteens right early teens kids that's right yeah, there's a lot of people. I'm used to, or uh, I was used to a lot of alone time, and now I get not a lot of alone time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So finding the things yeah. that still bring me the calm is important. Yeah. Are the kids back at school, or have they been learning online? No, they are back at school, although for high school it's still only less than half of the time anyway. So there's, yeah. um, and my husband. As of the very uh, March 13th, his office closed and he has been home ever since. So it's a different world. It sure is. It sure is. So finding finding that thing that can bring you some some peace of mind and some serenity uh, amidst the the you know ins and outs and chaos that is running a family, it's pretty important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always I used to joke that 10 days was my limit of together time. <laughs> right. And, and it's been more than that now at almost seven months. Yeah, a little bit more than yeah. that. Like, no, no, yeah. more than 10 days. I cannot handle. Mm-hmm. So number one, I was able to see how I could handle it, which That's is right. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's yes. a lot. And so we've adjusted and we're very lucky. And the other thing that I really enjoy is being um, out in the trees is what I like to say. And we're lucky that we have some family cottages close enough that I've been able to go and find that quiet Mm. lake and tree time because that is calming for me and that's what I've needed the most now but always it's always been a thing I've had to actively go seek is Mm. ways to sort of just bring down right and bring myself down when things start to get ramped up with kids that's a lot of life Mm -hmm. and like where can I go to sort of bring my nervous system back down to a, Mm -hmm. a good place yeah 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 so going to the cottage rug hooking what else what else are you making that that lights you up so you 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 have a creative business i mean you really do do. have a creative yeah i mean that's part of why i wanted to run my own business is to be able to whenever i have a new idea i get to decide whether or not that gets to happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um so as a business coach i get to help other business owners create new ideas and ways of doing things and then i get to create new programs i'm launching another new group program that starts in october Mm -hmm. and so getting to figure out what what works now what works for people the best 
what's going to be fun? And then how do I package that together and make it happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what I've always loved. And it's why being a business owner speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of next to having children. That's kind of like ultimate making, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to create. I mean, there's so many things you can make and create. And I think part of it is just knowing that you can. And for some reason, I've always believed that I can just do things, right? Like yeah. Other people are like, what? like, like, who told you you can do that? Or like, how do you know you're in the right place to be able to do that? And I'll be like, why don't we try? Yeah, <laughs> let's just open up the box and go. Let's see, right? Like I ran a a social media conference for four years. um, And it was like, you know, big sponsors, people fly in nationally, there's 250 people every year. Um, And that was just like, you know, it'd be fun. We should do a conference. (laughs) (laughs) Like That's how that came to be. Yeah. 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 If you don't think that there are limits on you then you can pretty much do anything that you put your mind to, right? Yeah. That you can creatively come up with. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't, I've always just thought like, let's, tr- let's just see. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I, I think I realize not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. They, and, and so it's a bit of a gift for me to be able to just like try things out when they come to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's um. talk to me about fear in that though. How do you, uh, what are your thoughts around fear? Because mm. it feels like you don't have many. Oh, I do. Mm. I do. And so it comes, it just comes in a different way and at a different, in a different timeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so for me, I often do these things with other people. And so I'm putting a lot of, you know, I know that I can pull good people together and I know that together we can do it all by myself. I don't have as much confidence necessarily in doing things. Mm-hmm. I also, um, I know a lot of people who struggle to know, or they're like, that's a thing. I have more fear of success than fear of failing in a lot of ways. So uh-huh. what I do is I build things up and I'm like, here we go, man. And I'm like, pull on the brakes and don't get too successful with it. And then put it aside and start something new. Like that's where I I tend to sort of fumble is after starting where a lot of people won't start these things. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 I'll do it. And then I fumble over right, here. Right, you, you, you interrupt yourself just mid-arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So knowing that about yourself, then you, you what do you do so that you don't do that? Uh, it's a constant work in progress. A lot of it is at least recognizing it. Uh, it's having a lot of mentors and people to talk things through when I catch myself doing it and, and uh, don't know how to stop myself from doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just being okay with the fact that that's still part of who I am and what happens. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't want to, uh, you don't want to shame yourself for being you. You know, no, I just no. I just know that that's my tendency. Therefore, I need to watch out for it. And then when it begins to come up, or somebody says, "Hey, you're doing this," take a pause and then regroup. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a pattern I've had my whole life, right back to school. Right, like mm-hmm. I'm really good at doing fine. 
Um, and there's a security in saying that I didn't put my all into something and failed, but that I did enough and did okay. Mm -hmm. And so breaking that pattern has been my life, is trying to break that pattern of, I just did enough to get by and I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to really put my best into this and see just how big of a thing I can do and how well I can do. How far I can go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you apply that to, to the making, mm-hmm. how, how do, what does that look like? What's that intersection like? Mm, that might be a dangerous way to think about it because that's where I don't do. <laughs> uh, I don't tend to be somebody who goes in and becomes like an expert at something. Okay. Um, but at the same time, there's beauty in being able to do lots of things and to keep trying to create things. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I answered your question. No, and I'm no. not sure I know the answer. I know. <laughs> no, no, and that's okay. That's why this is called yeah. meanderings. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like we wouldn't necessarily want to apply it to those things that um, that you turn to for calm, right? So we wouldn't right. necessarily look at look at um, the rug cooking, for example, from from that place, because that's not the purpose of it. Right? We, mm-hmm. we get to motivation. Yeah. The motivation for yeah. those things is not to make them as big as big as everything, because then you're suddenly going off to rug hooking conferences all across the world and, you know, launching your own podcast around rug hooking and YouTube videos of how to do it and la 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 la. And that's not what you're there for. No, no. And so, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of everything that I do is just being okay with how I do things. But there's still that piece where I have to watch out for the sabotaging myself because uh, of fear. There's a lot of ways that doing, you know, fear of trying hard and then looking bad, fear of mm. creating something big and then it being more than I can manage and then failing. Like that's where I get stuck. Mm. Yeah, I can and see. I see that in a lot of other people too. It's right. I think more common than people realize. Yeah, well, because we're we're all sort of well, most of us are aware of this whole fear of failure. So I don't want to start something because it might not go where I want it to, or it might not look the way that I want it to. So I won't take up painting because I'm never going to be, you know, I was going to say Picasso, but Picasso probably didn't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, like a Canadian example, like a Robert Bateman who does these very you know, real pictures of, of foxes and, and, you know, wolves in the, in the wild and that kind of thing. I'm never going to be able to do that if that were what I, if I were painting to try and do realistic paintings. So I'm not even going to start it because I, I don't even think I could get there. So that fear of, of beginning and fear of failure in the beginning, I think we're all really familiar with that. But the other ways that we have fear, and, and you pointed one out, is, is that fear of success. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's a big one. Yeah, and it can come up in a lot of ways, right? The more successful I am, the more I create opportunities to let other people down. Like, there's lots that gets packed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, or I lose control. You know, it gets mm-hmm. big enough and I have to delegate, and I don't like delegating because that means it might not be done to uh, in the way I want it done or to the level that I want it done at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all of that's packed into it, right? So many pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how has this this um, joy in making um, sort of affected affected your world, your family, your business, 
you know, the 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 water that you put ripples in. I think that well, you know, some of the things are just in in showing my kids the beauty of doing this stuff. Mm. I uh, I I have this habit of when I've made something or when I'm working on it that's artistic, I put it up on our fireplace mantle so that I can look at it from afar for a little bit. And um, I've noticed my daughter is, has been adding things up there, right? Like you see, like, she's just like, oh, I made this. And it goes up there. And just seeing the, this sort of collection of things accumulating and the different things my kids are making and their ability to try new things they haven't done before. I think that there's something to be said in them, you know, in, in showing them and, and modeling it for them instead of telling them mm. that, I, that I see coming out for them. Nice. Yeah. And I share, you know, like if I'm working on any kind of artistic project or I share it in like my social media for my business or sometimes I make things and I send it to my clients and it becomes this like extra little personalized touch that's really meaningful to people. And the response I get from that feels good for me. Mm -hmm. But I think it also, again, is a, a showing thing. Like it doesn't have to be all about business all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. I know you're busy. But like, go do things for you too. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like modeling, modeling that sort of behavior that says, yeah, you have all these hats on, but there's also underneath all that hats is the person, and the person might need some, something. What are those needs, and how do you meet them? So for you, it's mm -hmm. finding some downtime, going to the cottage, um, making things that are artistic and creative by your own hands. Yeah, including this year, I planted a garden which is new for me mm -hmm. I look at I'm, and like it you know it went moderately well <laughs> I would not say it was like a, an amazing success right well I guess like look at the vegetables that I made myself it's so exciting yeah um, and I learned to bake bread right so I'm just like constantly puttering around yeah and uh, it feels it's, it's fun to make things that, and then to share them mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and and great when you you know make bread for the first time and then the kids taste and go hey mom that's not so bad good for you mm. <laughs> yeah mm. yeah and then they learn that praise goes both ways mm -hmm. you know I mean right. surprisingly not everyone knows that right you know yeah yeah and my kids have made more stuff this you know through all of this too right like sure. they made foods and breads and all that so it's pretty cool mm -hmm. did they help with the gardening some mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well some. you know they're teen they're early teens yeah exactly Oy. but Fits and starts. Uh, they helped they taught me how to play some video games with them through this and that was a great way for us to bond sure. throughout you know especially in the earlier months of lockdown mm -hmm. and uh they got to show me what they do and got to you know show me how to play and how to get involved with things and then mm -hmm. we had something new to do on their playing field which was fun nice that's cool yeah we played a lot of settlers of Catan when uh, both boys mm -hmm. were home and uh we enjoyed that yeah yeah uh, although i will say that the online games and the way to connect with friends and playing those were so good for my kids in the yeah. earlier days of the pandemic when they weren't able to see any of their friends and they were able to still connect regularly by playing these games yeah. so the technology worked out there huge 
So we talked about making and we talked about going to the cottage. These are, and connecting with nature, uh, were ways that, uh, that you find joy and that, you know, makes you feel alive. Is there anything else that comes to mind? That's my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me about that, because, yeah. Well, there's my kids, and but there's my friends, and just having really great conversations with people. Um, I mean, that's what I get to do for my job. Mm-hmm. So that helps, too, right? I get to have really wonderful conversations with people yeah. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And But having my people... Like my good friends and knowing how to always stay connected to them, whether we get to see each other a lot or not, um, and knowing how to give but also ask yeah. for support when you need it. So all of that is really a really big thing for me. My friendships are, you know, I have a lot of really long-standing friendships. I was thinking about the other day. I have this friend. Um, who we met when she was three and I was four. Oh, wow. And, you know, we don't yeah. talk every day, but a few times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, was, like, it's those kinds of friendships where you can just, like, fall right back into it. And I'm very lucky. I have quite a lot of those from throughout my life. Nice. Have you always lived in Ottawa? No. Um, interestingly, mm-hmm. several of the friends that I met in other I grew up in Quebec, mm-hmm. so, you know, this friend who we met when we were little, um, we we met on the south shore of Montreal, and we both live in Ottawa now. Um, my best friend from high school when we lived in the eastern townships also now lives in Ottawa. It's just kind of interesting that we've all landed here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think um, unless there's anything else, maybe we'll leave it here. That sounds good. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Well, thank you for agreeing to meander. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Meanderings. Join me again for a walk in the forest and a chat about what matters in life. I'm dropping an episode every second Tuesday, and you can pick that up wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Trudy Chapman.